The Daily Sales Show, hosted by Sell Better. For the first time in a long time, I get to say good morning instead of good afternoon. We are live. It is still the morning time, Eastern Standard. Scott, thank you for getting up early and joining us, my friend. <laughs> yeah, uh, my hair is still wet. Just getting out of the shower. Uh, yeah. It's early. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, well, you smell great. Thanks for coming. Uh, John, good morning, my man. Good morning, Mr. Buckley. How are you doing today? I'm fantastic. You guys know that I usually give you a second to come into the room. You might be coming off a call. You might be getting out of the shower. We don't know what you're doing right now. This is a, this is a, a once in a million for us to get, get in here with you guys in the morning. Hopefully, you're feeling fresh and anxious to get your learn on today. Uh, so welcome back, everybody, to the Sell Better Daily Sales Show, where we bring you daily sales advice to help you sell better. Go ahead and change your chat settings to everyone and let us know where you're tuning in from in the chat. That's what I want to know right now. Just check in from your city, your town, your state. Uh, we're all pretty well-traveled. Chai Town, what's popping? London, I love our international. Chennai, what's up? I love it. That was great. That was like, I, when I went to Chennai, Chennai, that was just such a fun experience because uh i don't know it was just it was different it was fun that was i do you remember that morgan morgan that was his first trip it's literally the kid's never been international before and then he worked for me and the first international trip i sent him on was chennai i was like yeah you're gonna have fun with that and he was like and you watched his instagram as he was there his like head was just like yo but he was like two weeks into the role though when you did that your passport yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, we're here to talk quality leads in your pipeline from referrals. It's a little more complicated than you think, but it's not as complicated as we often make it. The two gentlemen in the room with me today have probably referred more business than Angie's List. Welcome home, John Barrows, and welcome back, Scott Lease. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the profile pic. I wanted to replace it with the other one that you texted me and John, but we left it there. Before we get started, if you're looking to level up, in 2020 oh wait hold up let me launch this really quick right this is how we tailor the conversation i've been launching this earlier so that we got we can tailor these conversations to the folks that are in the room uh before we get started if you're looking to level up in 2023 we're definitely here to help sell better now offering your membership with instant access to training resources our corporate stuff is available to you now everything is accessible we've changed the game so check us out at sellbetter.xyz it's a brand new world for salespeople. scott uh referrals are how most people find new technology don't you feel like that's the case i think that's how we find new tech there's some exceptions out there like yourself but how do companies find new technology that they can trust well i think from people that they know like you said from things that they read about hear about uh but a lot of people don't go looking for this kind of stuff mm. proactively they just sort of wait for it to land in their lap so to speak so there's a big difference between people who are proactively trying to stay on top of what's going on out there and people who just passively come across things. And it's those passive people that really need, you know, the referral kind of come their way. Say, hey, John, check this out. I got heard about this thing. You ever heard about it? And John's like, no, never have. So big difference between those two, I think. This is, I mean, this is how we find technology. John always says we're not shy about trying stuff that's going to help us improve. Yep. Yeah, most of my network is I, I actually ask them if you come across any cool technology send it my way and half the time i'm with people like scott you know even if scott and i are just catching up and i come across something that's i think is baller 
I'll be like, yo, have you seen this? Right. Cause, cause I know our ecosystem and I'm like, you should, you should check this out. But to Scott's point, um, there's a, there's a deliberate way of doing this and a passive way of doing this. And I think right now it, uh, a lot of people should focus on the deliberate way of, of doing this and, and doing it the right way. Also, not just doing it for your gain. We're going to get into the transparency piece of this. And again, we're just getting started here. So get your pens and papers out. And if you don't, it's okay. It's 2023. We're recording this whole thing. Shout out to Gong and Wonderway. My friends at Wonderway, I've been waiting for you to join us in the fam for a long ass time. You guys are here. It's lit. Thank you so much for making this episode happen. We appreciate all of our partners that put down and put their logos on this. It means you trust us. We are credible enough for you. And we believe that your technology is the answer for a lot of tech problems out there. That said, I'm going to put something in the chat right now. You can up your close rate by 40% just by getting the right training to the right seller at the right time. So this is the link to go ahead and start doing that with Wonderway. And you can join them on Thursday with their new series that they coming out these people are putting out great content that's sales effective heavy so go ahead and join this that's the link in the chat right there uh new shit you guys not put the new shit in front of you let's look at who's in the room right now bam it's expected hey, shout out to the like yo 20 percent senior leaders hey welcome <laughs> Yeah, and also SDRs, BDRs. I mean, that, that a lot. Of, it's funny. The SDRs and BDRs a lot of times don't think that a lot of the stuff kind of in relationship level applies to them. But this is more like let's put it this way. I think the easiest thing to do as an SDR or BDR, going back to referrals, is when you get a call with somebody and it's a good call, but it goes nowhere, right? Because somebody's like, "Look, I appreciate the call. We're just not interested in this. Why not just slip in? Like, yo, you know anybody else who would be interested in this? Yeah. Like, what is the harm of that? There's zero harm in doing that." And maybe one out of 10 will be like, you know what? Like, yeah, you should go talk to so-and-so because I know they need whatever that is, right? So those are uh, just such a small, easy thing to add. It takes no time and there's no risk. And you know, Scott, you said something, you know, just kind of listen. You got to listen for what their problem is. You probably, if you're attached to the tech societies in any way, you probably know something that's out there. And we're going to get into that. Let me tell you guys what you can expect today. And then I'm going to pass it over to Scott so he can talk some tech. Uh, but you're going to get some tools. That's where we're going to start. Then you're going to get you how to gain these referrals and get them through an actual model that makes sense for them. And then we're going to give you a golden approach. When I got these five steps, everything was like clear and easy for me to understand. And we got them from Scott. Let's get into it right here. Name some tools. Uh, Scott, you talked about Humantic, AI, and CoSell. Talk to me about those. What are they for? How do they help people to make these models happen? Yeah, CoSell in particular is interesting. My my friend Brendan Cassidy <clears throat> founded this company a couple of years ago, and the the premise, as <clears throat> as I understand it, is that it's getting more and more difficult to get a hold of people via email, via phone, via DMs and social, all this kind of stuff. So pretty soon, if not right now, the only way in to talk to the people you want to talk to is through an introduction, through a referral. So it allows you to like leverage your colleagues, investors, advisors, uh, people in your network inside or outside of LinkedIn. It's just kind of a different way to uh, to go to market. Yeah. Um, and then Humantic is this tool that I came across uh, fairly recently that tells you a lot about who the person is that you're reaching out to. It essentially gives you like personality profile. So I can go look uh, you know, at your LinkedIn page, James, and see you know, you're a driver director type and John is this other type over here. Message John directly, message James gently, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. 
So all of that informs me how I might behave and what I might say if I'm going to approach the two of you. So th those are two, to two tools that, that I was thinking of when we had uh, our chat yesterday. That second one you mentioned reminds me a lot of the one you brought up, John, Crystal Knows, yep. uh, and it gives you like an actual Myers-Briggs breakdown. Talk to me about that, and then you just learned about Connect the Dots. Talk about these yeah. two tools for just a minute. Yeah, I mean, I've been working with Crystal Knows. Crystal Knows and Humantics are kind of are similar, right? Um, but I, again, Crystal Knows gives me that, that personality profile of the person so I can understand what they like, how they like to be approached to. So it's not like a direct referral thing but it gives me a sense of how open that person would be to a referral and what approach to take with them. Uh, so that way I, that I like, I actually use that for all my sales calls. I have a checklist during all my sales calls. And right before the sales call, I go through my checklist and one of those checklists is to see what type of personality that person is so that it, and figure out if him, if him or her and I are the same, right? Cause if we're, if I'm a high D and they're a high D, I don't have to change who I am. But if they're a high I or a high S or a high C, I, I have to adjust my strategy or adjust my approach because I might run them over, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, the one the, the the one that I think is directly relevant to this discussion is called Connect the Dots, and I think it's ctd.ai. Uh, Drew uh, Seacrest over there, I had a conversation. He actually was on the podcast and love what they're doing because they actually extract LinkedIn data and combine it with your email to figure out your strength of con strength of connection. So how strong is your connection, which has always been frustrating to me about LinkedIn. I do not understand why LinkedIn does. I have, you know, I mean, we've talked about this. I have 30,000 connections on LinkedIn, 400,000 people following me. It's really frustrating because I don't know 99% of those people, I, I barely know. And so when people reach out to me, they're like, hey, John, do you know this person? I, and I, ah. But if I had a strength of connection and that's what Connect the Dots is doing. So um, definitely check it out because it's it's a really cool uh, product that uh, I, I implemented it in just all my stuff. And then it gives me a heat map of here's the people that you have the best relationships with. So, uh, so first of all, I like how these are kind of all meshing together to be something that gives people insights into the human that they're about to reach out to. Two of them yeah. covered that base. And then the others kind of draw the lines and connect the dots where you might be missing. And there were a couple others that I learned about recently. The first one was Intro Hive. They've sponsored our show before. They've been a partner mm -hmm. with us before. And man, this is cool because it connects dots that you don't even see from all types of technologies in your tech stack. Intro Hive is really cool. Check that one out. And yesterday, I learned about this one that's new to the scene called Referin. Referin. Right? And this is one that kind of draws some lines on LinkedIn for you, but actually requests introductions on the other side. Scott, you were talking about the data and we'll get into this and like the function of it and how you would build something. Uh, but I want to pivot for a minute because this is a model. You guys hear us dropping all of these things, right? You hear us talking about them. This is a way to diversify your income using referrals. You said people are sleeping on this, but referring to tools is a lucrative hustle. Drop some facts here. Uh, like what's, what's something that you can say is worthy of our audience that the reason that they should do it. And I think you gave me an actual number to work with. Well, I, I actually wrote about this a couple of weeks ago. Um, I wrote about how I was going to make 20, 29 grand. I think it was January. Yeah. Just from referrals, mm -hmm. just from somebody coming to me and, and saying, Hey, I'm trying to get a hold of so-and-so I'm unable to, I think, you know, them. Can you reach out to them? Yeah. And so I would reach out to them. That person is open to the intro. I make the intro and then, you know, deals go on and, and close. Normal payment is 10 to 
of first year's revenue. So close a $100,000 deal or help somebody close a $100,000 deal, you got a $10,000 check coming your way. Right? Big months. That's, it on, that's on 10%. 20%, $20,000. That's a lot. That's more than some people's salary in a particular month. A couple of those could make your year. Exactly. So, you know, you can do this at scale in a way that uh, is extremely lucrative. So you do your normal job, don't want you to get distracted from, from doing that. But if your network is big enough and you go to events, you go to shows like this, you participate in communities, you hear about different tools or you really believe in different tools, <laughs> excuse me, even if you don't work there, you have to understand that not everybody knows about these things. It's not obvious. So you can say to somebody, oh, you've got this particular kind of problem. Do you know anything about Dong? They solved this, da, da, da. No, you don't. Oh, would you be open to an intro for them? I know them over there. And then you make the intro and then you just get out of the way. Yeah. So it could be extremely lucrative. I think you want to be smart about who you decide to partner with, you know, and, and know like the average sales price and stuff like that. It might not be worth your time if you're referring somebody for a $300 deal and you get 30 bucks every time. Yeah. But if you've got, you know, a different type of network that has some companies with some size behind them, and those deals have some weight, don't sleep on it. And there's a strategic way of approaching this. I don't care how big your network is. And I don't know, James, if we should jump into this now, but the whole idea of kind of this as the, if you, all you have to do is really look at your, your client, who's your ICP that you sell to, right? And then go look at all the, the, the technology that supports that, that, that could sell into and supports you. So it's a logical thing. So now as you're talking to your client, as you're discovering, right. And asking a lot of questions and whatever it is. If you have categories of vendors that you know that support what you do, I used to call it the small business resource guide, where it was, I would go and find, you know, three vendors in every single category that I felt comfortable, that I believed in, that I knew were a hard, right? And then when I would talk to the client and, and even if they weren't a good fit for me, it would be just like I was saying about referrals. Hey, by the way, you liked the conversation, but it's not a fit for you. Do you know anybody else? It's the same thing when it comes to referrals of technology. So when I'm sitting there as a sales trainer talking to somebody like Scott, even though we're peers, right? But but if he was a client of mine and Scott was bringing up, yeah, you know what, John, uh, coaching is a really hard thing for us. You know, I, I you know, do you, what do you do on coaching? And I might not have a really great solution for coaching because I'm more training. But I'm like, hey, by the way, have you have you heard of Gong? Like, do you guys use that? Right? Oh, well, no. Oh, well, actually, you, you should definitely check them out. You want me to make the intro for that? And all of a sudden, if you have a very specific list of very specific categories, and then you go to those companies and say, do you have a referral program? Do you have an affiliate link? Do you have something like that? Because think about it, that you're their best sales rep because they don't have to pay uh, healthcare. They don't have to pay all that stuff. So that's why they can give you 10, 20% commissions on anything that you give them. So you can be very strategic about this, even as an SDR right? Look at your ecosystem, figure out that those, 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 those players that play within your world and then That's build right. relationships with them. They can actually give you referrals too. It's actually not that hard to do. It's a two-way road. It doesn't matter what your role is. It doesn't matter how popular you are. Or if you have one follower, or 1 million followers, the company that you're working with does not care. No. That's right. They, they just want the, the business. Yep. Right. And they'll pay you the same. They don't suddenly give John like 
a bigger percent or me a bigger percent or you a bigger percent they have you know they're they look at their economics and decide okay i can pay 15 percent, or we can pay 20 or 10 percent, or whatever and they don't care so everybody who's listening regardless of your role or your experience level level you can't participate in this if you nail the network the way that john was just describing yep yep and it's worth going to these companies and asking them if they have existing programs that yes. you can take part in because each time you have a conversation where somebody talks about a problem that you can't solve that's not your value proposition those two things don't align but you're yep. partnered with another company that does at a 10 percent rate if and when they close those deals this is easy to do if you're listening. Go ahead. You have to you have to be smart and put in some effort here because what a lot of people will do, I didn't mean to interrupt you, John. What a lot of people will do is they'll go to the company's website and they'll try to find the referral or partner program. A lot of these don't exist on the website. And so most people, that's where their level of effort stops. So instead, what you should do is now I go over to LinkedIn, I see who works for such and such company, I message those people. Hey, I come across some people who I think might be a good fit for your tool. Do you all have some type of partner program, referral program, something like that? They all will jump and be like, yep, well, I got something for you. Or they'll say, no, we don't currently, but we're very interested in that. <laughs> and if you can't get a hold of the CRO or the VP or whatever, guess who else you can message? the AEs and the SDRs of this particular company because they want some help as well. Go ahead, John. No, I was just going to say, and also if you're if you're playing the long game here, right? A lot of people are just trying to, we're so focused on selling the client on our shit, right? But if you flip the mindset to helping and, and really, you know, again, the, the sales is about helping people solve problems or achieve goals, okay? It's not about convincing anybody of anything. And so if you're genuinely, you know, care, and give a shit and you're in the discovery and you're not just going through your bullshit bant questions and you actually are trying to seek and you have this portfolio of of recommendations again even if they're not a fit you recommend a client you recommend a solution that helps them even though they don't do business with you that person's going to remember that they're going to remember that you helped them out that you didn't try to close them on your shit and you gave recommendations to others so now you might get paid by the vendor but then you also help them so long term that person's going to remember that and when they have a need for your stuff you're going to be the person that they reach out to because you you're now it's seen as an uh, as a resource as opposed to just some sales rep trying to you know get in and out of conversations and ask your stupid bank questions and tell them that they don't have budget so i gotta get out of here and, and you know one of the things that scott will allude to as we move forward here is the amount of credibility that you add to yourself in these conversations when you're just transparent about it. So the reason why I showed you guys the size of Scott and John's network is that a lot of that networking, the size of that network came from great referrals. People yeah. come their way because they are known as credible resources. And this just adds to the amount of referral business that they can create every time they take a step forward. Now, uh, I wanna go to how we gain referrals that have a high likelihood of closing and john you said this is not a mass thing but then scott you broke this down in a way that i thought was really interesting you're out there and you're partnering with multiple solutions here and there's a reason for that so break this funnel down and how this works yeah. in your language well I, I think that one of the things that we want to do is give people options yeah. i think if when you're only directing people one way 
it feels too uh, overt and it's like, oh, this, this guy has some kind of agenda. He's, there's something in it for him. Instead, I think we earn a lot more credibility when we recommend multiple companies. So if somebody you know that I'm talking to in my business, an early stage company says, hey, we need a, an enablement platform or we need a, a coaching tool, I'll say, well, there's this company, there's that company, and then there's this other company. I'll, I'll usually recommend like three or four. Now, I have a relationship with all three or four of those companies. Mm -hmm. So I'll tell my clients that I'm working with transparently, I don't care which one you buy. You need some tool to solve this particular problem. So here's the three or four that I think that, you know, you should focus on and, and take a look at, right? So no matter which one they decide to go with, I'm getting paid. So they come back to me and, and they'll say, okay, well, what about this other kind of tool? Because they know I'm going to recommend a few options. I'm not going to push one thing over the other. I'm going to let them make up their own mind. And, and I think that that um, helps you earn some, some trust and credibility rather than saying, oh, I know the perfect solution. You should only talk to this company over here. Yeah. Tr trust is one of the hardest things that we have to build when we are having these conversations and by recommending things that don't directly impact our pockets, we often end up on the winning side. So you might as well open the door to all of those different solutions. And no matter which one they pick, you've, you've got a relationship existing with them. I love that model, especially for the folks out there that struggle to make ends meet. I think yeah. that is a good point to bring to the table here. John, you said that one of the things that people don't do is they don't understand that when it's not a fit, they can pivot and they can make a referral that makes sense for them. And people end up coming back or referring business back the other way. You do this with people in our ecosystem when they're not a fit for us. Talk about that process and what that looks like. All my, I know all my competitors, all of them in detail, the amount of referrals. We're all friends. <laughs> yeah. Look, anybody who thinks that like, again, this goes back to the infinite game versus the finite game, right? Yeah. Anybody who thinks that, that they are the best fit, no matter what is wrong, period. And you know, you don't want to do mediocre work in this world. If you do mediocre work in this world, it gets out fast through G2 reviews, whatever it is. So I always look for the home run. And if I'm not a home run, I'm always, you know what, ah, you know, like, I'm just like Scott, per per perfect example. If it's like, hey, it's a small series A startup and they're just trying to build things out and they're not ready for training yet. I'm like, you know what, you should go talk to Scott because he's going to help you set this up, get yourself in the right position, understand what your model should look like. And then later on, then maybe I can do some training when you're ready to go. And that type of credibility, it's, it's, look, it's really hard to get into that mindset as an SDR, as an AE, when you have a quota and you're trying to crank. But if you can just pick your head up for a few seconds and realize that you're going to be in this game for a long time, okay? Like if you're in sales, like hopefully you're going to be in sales for a, a decent amount of your career. Those relationships that you build that, you know, I was early, early days uh, when I was networking, it was BNI, Business Networking International, I was a group of, and their whole, their whole thing was giver's gain, right? which is you gave away. And so I would go to networking events and I would give away as much as I possibly could. And a lot of that was, you know, you hear Gary V, jab, 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 right hook, right? Well, the whole idea there is give as much as you possibly can. And then when you need something, you can ask. And I, that's happened to me. I can't tell you how many times in my career that I've given so much to all these with no expectation of anything in return. But then when I need something, because I'm either in trouble or whatever it is, 
they're all a phone call away and they're jumping at the opportunity to help me out for whatever it is. And so I think it's just a, that, that bifocal view of obviously you're there to, to, to sell somebody to, well, to, to, to solve a problem, fix it, right? For you so that you can drive revenue. But if you can help them in another way, that will come back, period. And it's going to help the partner. So they're going to be indebted, not indebted, but they're going to be like, thank you. And then the person's going to say thank you. And that will come back around. It's just a longer term play, which unfortunately too many people are not playing right now. Everybody's playing the short term game right now. And it, it's, it's I, I don't know how to explain it, but it's a short term gain is, is not going to build a career for you. It's a good point. And playing the long game requires that you actually care uh, and that's part of the thing that we said earlier when we were planning for this, we were like, man, this is just not a mass game. You, there's no, there's no master blaster email that you can send out. That's like, Hey, I'm a referral partner of this company and you should try it. This is very sham. Wow. Or be behold the power of OxyClean, right? People run away from these types of conversations in a way. I, I just real quick. And, and again, trans Scott said this transparency is key. Like if you're getting paid, tell them you're getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, like us, look at our, look at our, like, so all the sponsors, right? The God, right? Like, you know, y'all know we're getting paid by Gong. And and even though we love Gong, we're getting paid by Gong. See, there's a shirt, right? I'm not going to pretend like, oh no, Gong's the best and we're not getting paid for that. No, we're getting paid by Gong, period, to do this webinar. <laughs> That's why we can do this. But all those names of all those clients, all those tools that we showed the first slide, we are not getting paid by one of those vendors, not one. We are doing that because we think those are good tools, right? Now, if we were getting paid by Connect the Dots, for instance, I would say, actually, you know, Connect the Dots is a sponsor. I'm going to recommend them anyways, because that's why they are a sponsor, because we believe in them. But the more transparent you are with what your approach is, the more people will approach it, uh, appreciate it. And that's why I think it's important, Scott, like Scott said, not to lock yourself into just one option, but come up with the three and have relationships and believe in all three. And then, you know, you can make your recommendation about which one you like more, but, you know. Yeah, and that's if you do, if you do have a recommendation like that, again, be honest and transparent as to why. Like, exactly. I'm not going to name name names, but I have said before, I think this particular company has the best product, and this particular company has the best people. Yes. So I would rather work with this company that has the best people. Yep. Right. And there's been other situations where I've maybe done the opposite, like. This one is technologically way better. They're a little more expensive, but I think that that's the one you should go with. Sometimes it's just that it's going to fit their need better. They've yeah. they've described it to you to a point where you you know this is going to be the better option. So you've talked about transparency a couple of times, uh, and we'll go ahead and get into that because this process that you laid out for me made a lot of sense. And I just kind of want you to walk people through this piece and if you guys look at step two there talk to both parties i i am very guilty of skipping this step when you said this i was like oh shit <laughs> so go ahead and shed the light my man yeah i'm gonna shame you right now <laughs> feel free i mean you know i don't have any of the shame i left that behind a long time ago <laughs> it's got to be to me it's got to be mutual uh it's got to be mutually in everybody's best interest so i, I have uh aes who hit me up and they say I'll pick on my friend Kevin Dorsey because that's who I wrote about in my post. I'll have AEs or SDRs come to me and say, hey, I know you're good friends with, with KD. I can't get a hold of him. Well, I got to make sure that this is like going to matter and impact him and help him in some way. But just because I feel that way, that's not good enough. 
I got to go get permission now, right? And this is the part that I think James was saying that he has been guilty of skipping. So I got to talk to both parties. So I talked to this AE party over here. Then I reach out to Kevin and I'm like, hey, KD, these folks over here at such and such company, they want to talk to you. Here's what they do. I don't know if you have this problem or not. If you do and you want to talk to them, let me know. I'll make it happen. If you don't have the problem and don't want to talk to them, no worries at all. If you do have the problem and you don't want to talk to them because you're busy or you don't care or whatever, no worries, right? So I talk to both parties and when I do make the intro, it's like a mutual double opt-in intro here, right? I'm very clear about you know why these people want to talk. KD, you're a new VP of sales at this particular place. I bet the sales ops CRM situation is a mess over there because whoever was there before didn't do it right. This is what they can do. That's the purpose, right? I try to be clear about that. And I try to let them know it's totally fine if you don't want to talk to them. And I'll, I'll go back to the people and be like, hey, KD didn't want to talk to you. Sorry. Like, I'm not just opening the door just because and burning that trust in that relationship with my friend, right? Um, and then once I do make the mutual intro, I'm out. That's it. So I'll say, hey, Kevin and Mrs. AE, you both know why you're here to do to talk about this. I'm out. Have a good chat. And I don't play any part. I'm not doing any of the pitching. I'm not doing any follow-up. I'm out of the process all the way. Right? I love that process. John, anything you'd change? Anything you'd add? Any caveats to that? And I've got some notes here. Yeah, no, I remember. So this is this is what bothers me about LinkedIn, and this is this is what if you ask me for a referral, this is what I'll ask you to do. A very similar process to to Scott, but I ask I I go a step further too. Is you have to do the work of why you want to talk to that person. So just because I'm connected to so and so does not mean I'm just going to say sure, you know, like say okay, sure, no problem, go talk to that person. I'm going to do exactly what Scott is. I, I'm going to say okay, cool. Hey, Scott. Um, but even before that, right? One of them is, John, are you connected? And do you know? The first question is, John, are you connected to this person? And do you know this person, right? If you are, then yes, cool. Let me go do some homework. Now, what I want you to do is, I want you to do it like a prospecting email. I want you to go on their website and I want you to write me an email of why you want to talk to that vendor or why you want to talk to that client. And literally write it out and say, hey, John, I see you're connected to Scott. You know, I've been following him for a while now. And I noticed recently he posted about this. And the reason I wanted to actually chat with him, because our actual solution here, I think, aligns directly with what he's trying to do. And I would love an introduction. Mm -hmm. Then if Scott says, then what I'm going to do is I'm going to take that email. I'm going to forward it to Scott and say, hey, Scott, I'm not going to CC you on this, by the way. I'm going to forward it to Scott and say, Scott, um, this kid, I, you know, I know this kid pretty well you know, whatever the solution is, I'm actually, I, I, I feel pretty good about it. Uh, he did a little bit of homework here. Any interest in an introduction, any interest in this conversation? If Scott says, yes, here you go. Make the connection, get out of the way. If Scott says, no, I go back to that person and say, sorry, Scott's not interested in this. But the, the, people are so lazy with the asking for referrals. Hey, John, I see you weren't connected. Could you make an introduction? Fuck no. Absolutely not. I mean, if you look back at our, at, at Scott and I's networks, the likelihood of me, first of all, the likelihood of me knowing you well enough to, or, I'm sorry, the likelihood of me knowing the person that you're asking about, it is not really all that high, okay? 400 connect, you know, 300 connect, 30,000 connections, 400, whatever. But the likelihood of me knowing you well enough to put my name on you 
and my reputation on you? I have no fucking idea who you are. Are you out of your mind? And for me to give that capital away to, to somebody that I respect or I might have a good relationship with some sales rep who I've literally never really talked to before in my life. I don't know what, I mean, you could be a horrible person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and be a t total douchebag. And I, you know, I might like your solution, but then all of a sudden I introduce and you get on a call with Scott and you're like, oh, Scott, where the pass? And you try to like hardcore sell him. I have just lost credibility with Scott. I, I, I can't really make any more recommendations to Scott moving forward. And I've reduced my relationship with him if that happens. Hey, I put a one in the chat if you've recommended something or someone and been burned in the past. If you're that person, and I'm happy to raise my hand, yo, I, oh, I had I, to learn that lesson the hard way. Lots of folks have to do it. This uh, we just, wait. This, by the way, this is also asking for referrals for jobs. Ah. People are like, hey, John, you know, could you make a recommendation? I don't know you. I've never worked with you before. No. Sorry. No, you're fine. I wanted to open this question because we're all of this stuff we're talking about is something that is a vehicle to change. Referrals are vehicles to change and process change and improvements and different results. So how do you guys adopt new technology or try something new? That's the reason I wanted to bring that up because we're, this is the reason that we're talking about it. Also, seen a lot of questions flowing through in the chat. Please throw them in the Q&A. We're going to leave time at the end. So if you've already asked one, go ahead and copy and paste it over there to the Q&A. You can upvote the ones that matter most. Let's have a little bit of fun here. I want to talk about buzzwords to avoid. Also, let us know in the chat, what is the buzzword that drives you crazy? Because we all get these types of DMs, every single one of us. What's the buzzword that you just immediately when I see it, I'm like, screw you, man. You're out of my network. I'm done. Uh, Scott, what do you got? John, what do you got? We'll start with, we'll start with John, John, cause I know you probably get 800 of these things. <laughs> you know, a mutually beneficial relationship, bullshit. Like I want to, I want to jump on the phone with you to see how we can share some business. Like that's just, I, I mean, look, I, I did it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll be straight up. I did it early days, especially like early LinkedIn and that type of stuff. Cause it was genuine. Now it's not genuine and it's, and everybody knows it. And everybody almost uses the same cut and paste template when reaching out saying, Hey, yeah. I want to see if, you know, it looks like our, our business is aligned. I would like to No, you need to, again, just like personalization, you need to be really intentional with your message as it relates to that, to say, Hey, John, I see you actually have these clients. Actually, we have those clients too. So it seems like, and I notice what you're doing here. And this is exactly why I think we should work with purpose. This like, I think we can do this type of thing together. Not let's jump on a co call to grab some coffee. And I'm going to throw this one out there too, because it bothers the shit out of me. Please do not offer me a Starbucks gift card for 15 minutes of my time mm. or 30 minutes of my time. That's mm. that to me is just like what you're telling me. Like some, I've seen this before, John, here's a $10 gift card to Starbucks for 30 minutes of your time. So let, let me just make sure I'm clear with this. You just told me that my hourly rate is 20 bucks an hour. Thanks. Appreciate that. Let me go get a job at McDonald's and 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 that'll be fine, right? And and, and again, no offense, well right now. No, no offense to McDonald's, but I like twenty. Like time is the most valuable asset any of us have. So don't diminish it by by offering a dollar figure associated with that time. I'd rather give you my time for free. By the way, if you have a good approach, I don't want your five dollars. I don't want your ten dollars. Scott, your go-to is the DM history when people come to you. Talk to me about some crazy shit you've seen. What? Well, in, in the last two weeks, I've gotten multiple messages from people that I connected with in, wait for it, 2017. Oh. 
and I have no DM history whatsoever. And they're just straight up asking me, you know, to introduce them to John or James or to help with X, Y, Z. And I'm just like, I don't know you at all. I don't recognize your face. I don't recognize your name. I don't know that you've engaged with anything that I've ever done. And you're just coming at me straight away asking me for stuff. Yeah. I don't really operate like that, you know? And the ask is not like a question that I can spend five seconds on and write an answer to because believe it or not, I actually do that. And I know that that's a time suck and, you know, some people don't do that. I do. But this is people who are like, hey, uh, I wonder if I could pick your brain and explore X, Y, Z with you. I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. What are you, what are you talking about here? And like John said, the, the lack of value or respect that they show for somebody else's time is super, super frustrating. And most of the time they'll ask about something that I just wrote about or just talked about. Yeah. Right. So it's like, oh my God just you know watch this show i literally just talked about partners and referrals whatever like you the better way to reach out my time to talk about this right oh and, the, and by the way just the small nuances to what scott's talking about be careful of your language because if you make sound some, something sound complicated the less likely somebody is going to be to do it the word explore for instance yeah that's that doesn't sound easy, by the way. Oh, I'm like, that stresses me out just listening to you say the word explore. I right? Like, we're going on a journey. We're going to explore this shit. Like, I got way too much stuff to explore anything right now. You want something specific from me? Ask for it. And, and this is also, I'm going to throw one more piece on this as far as asking for referrals from people. You have to make it easy for them. I think we should have a list. Like, here's your target list. Here's your hot list of top 25 accounts that you want to get into. If you want a referral, say, John, do you know anybody on this list? And if I say yes, then go do your work to see why you want to talk to them and make that connection. But don't say, oh, let's, you know, let me share with you. Like, who, you know, here's my profile. Do you know anybody? No, I don't know anybody, pal. But if you want to take a list of the clients, for instance, that I work with and say, hey, John, this is a list of people that I would love a referral. Could you make some for me? And what, you know, what's in it for you? Here's something. Okay. Make it easy for me. I used to walk around with the stuff in my pocket. I literally would print out my hit list. And when I would go to networking events and somebody would say, yeah, let's do business together. I'd be like, I don't want to like, do you know anybody on this list? Because if you know anybody on this list, I'd love an intro. If you don't, that's okay. And then move on. Yeah. Yeah. The list, having the list ready to go, I thought was a win. You've been doing that for a long ass time. I think that is a good thing to have in your back pocket all the time. Stick it in your wallet, put it in your purse, whatever you got to do to have it with you at the event. You need to be able to whip it out. You know any of these people? I love that. Uh, all right, let's get to some questions. We got a couple of good questions here. This is the moment for y'all. Go put your questions in the Q&A and we'll get some answers for you. Uh, all right, I want one one tip from both of you. Can you go over one best practice for obtaining referral, a referral from an existing client? We'll start with Scott. Ask. <laughs> John's been talking about it. John, I know that sounds obvious, but this is the step that most people don't take. And John's been talking about it for 30 minutes now. Ask actually try what's the worst thing that can happen they say no they don't know anybody and then you got to prospect them anyway <laughs> well big deal look and it's easy to do you can either first of all your customer success should bake this into their qbrs they, they straight up should bake it in and it should be on the agenda do you know anybody else right so so your cs team should do that so if you're an ae or an sdr right now you should team up with your cs and see if that's the case if not 
you just what you should do as a business professional who gives a shit you should any client you close so if you're an sdr if you if you get a call it flips over to the ae and the ae then signs it one of you two needs to put an activity two months later after that onboarding call to circle back with the client just to check on things and how they're going right so make sure you check with your cs to make sure that there's no snafus or any big problems or anything like that see how the onboarding went and then you as a business professional should circle back like if i sign scott if i'm a if i co-call scott we have a good relationship you know it, it works out and it hands over to james as the ae and james closes it a month later i'm going to call up scott after the onboard after the onboarding and be like hey scott man i just wanted to kind of see how things are going i talked to the cs looks like you're on board right now anything that else i could help with by the way are you happy now based on what we're doing and if you are do you happen to know anybody else that could actually benefit from this now that you're on board with us? Because you've earned it now. You you brought them on board. They're seeing value out of your solution. And then you can go from there. I mean, you can do it on the front end when you don't, if you have a good conversation and they don't close, to then say, hey, by the way, do you know anybody else who might be a good fit because this was a good conversation? But if you close them and you are not circling back with that client after about three months, that is a golden opportunity and it takes two seconds to do. At least 30% of you in the room right now don't do this every single time. Oh, get into the habit. And stop least, it. At least. <laughs> stop it. I'm saying 90%. I don't 90%, do it, all, I don't do it 90%. Shit, I don't do it most of the time for crying out loud because I tend if to- We're all guilty of not doing yeah. this. Yeah. So speaking of guilty, I have to ask, uh, since we've gone over a few of our favorite buzzwords, uh, let's just ask the audience. Hey, be honest. No one's here to throw stones at you. This is anonymous shit right here. Right, so you're not getting judged for using these. I I receive pick your brain from half of you, so just go ahead and select that one right now. Uh, all right, so this is from anonymous. Shout out to anonymous. Thank you so much for your question. Uh, can you put a sample referral request DM? Let's just give them one. Right? What's a what does a good language sound like for you, John? If you were going to ask for a referral from what from somebody, so if I'm going to ask for a referral from Scott, for instance, yep. Again, I do the work. I say, hey, Scott, you know, I see you're connected to so-and-so. Um, you know, the reason I wanted to talk to him is because some research that I've done, some real relevant thing that I can add value to that client for. And I was just wondering if you'd be, if you know them well enough to make a recommendation mm. for you. Now that's if I know Scott and I and I'm I'm like, you know, not just a random LinkedIn request, right? If it's a random LinkedIn or it's like, hey, John, I'm gonna do the give get. I'm gonna say, hey. John, I see you're connected. Not sure. I know you're a big fan of our solution, for instance, but you don't know me. If there's any, you know, if you know that person well enough, this is why. And by the way, is there anything I can help you with? Or is there any referrals that I can help you with or any clients you're trying to get into? Here's my client list, for instance. Yeah. You do that to me? All right, cool. Yeah. If you give me your client list, for instance, and say, is there anybody on this list that you would like a, a, an intro with? But, you know, and you use that to back up what you're asking from me. I will take you far more seriously than somebody who's just wants to, you know, connect the dots or something, whatever, you know. Love it. Scott, how do you ask? The only thing that I would do in addition to what John said is I also do a give get even when I know somebody. Mm. So <clears throat> I would say, oh, by the way, I'll, you know, tag you in Salesforce and make sure you get paid right. on this particular deal. That's the only difference other than that with well, the way john described it is exactly what i would be looking for so if you tell me straight away like hey if you do this here's exactly how it benefits you yeah. i'm instantly paying more attention yeah. call me a mercenary call me whatever you want 
you just now made it super relevant for me. Right. And I'm going to be that much more interested and willing to do it. That's the question is what's in it for me. If you're, if you can't answer that question of what's in it for that person to make that referral to you, I, I strongly recommend don't ask for the referral or just realize it's a, you're asking for a favor and you will owe them a favor in the future. Like you could even, quite frankly, you could even say that like, Scott, if you get me into this, man, I don't have anything to offer you right now, but I promise you, I will, I will owe you. And, and I, and I'm somebody who comes true on their promises. Like, yeah. okay. And just ask and just asking, like John said. When you, if you, if you truly don't know, then you could just say, I'm not sure how I can help you, but I'm willing to, if there's anything that you need done, let me know. And I, I have to say, I have a lot of people who do this really well with me. They'll, they'll say, Hey, you're in, you've got your consulting business. You've got surfing sales. You've got Thursday night sales. You've got this community stuff that you do all these things. What do you need help with? Yeah. And I'll reply back and be like, well. If you're serious, I got a couple ideas. Yeah. The transparency piece is the piece that stands out the most. We're going to drop Scott's LinkedIn in the chat for you so that you guys can go follow and connect with Scott. Learn from this man. He's been doing this a long time. Thank you to everybody for coming out and investing in yourself. It takes people like you that are willing to take a step forward and put the time in to get better at what we do and change the results. Follow us on social. Connect with me directly at Say What Sales on almost every platform out there. And I look forward to an actual conversation with each and every one of you. We'll talk soon. Have a great day. Keep selling better. Y'all. See you everybody, everybody out there.